Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colo. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. These next two weeks, I wanted you to hear from a couple of fathers that are living out their strengths in significant ways in their work and in their families too. This conversation with a longtime friend, Jack McGill from Orlando, Florida is inspiring. Jack's strengths of belief, significance, and responsibility give a little glimpse of how he has had a clear vision for investing his life into students, people in the marketplace, young adults, young pastors, his own children, and now his children's children. As he says, I focus my time and energy to disciple and develop the next generation of kingdom leaders. I loved hearing how his dad modeled to him values that have shaped his life and his ministry for years, showing up, taking him with him wherever that might be, fishing, playing sports. And now Jack does that with his kids and his grandchildren too. He said, it kind of brings a little lump to my throat, just remembering how he always took me with him wherever he went. And that's what I would say when I think about discipleship, if you think about what that is, pouring into the next generation. In this season of life, he says, I'm learning more about my strengths. And that's where I'm seeing what I'm learning is about myself and trying to focus on those things that only I can do and that are unique to me. I hope you'll enjoy our conversation. As always, if you find this episode helpful, please share it with someone, subscribe, rate, and review. That would help others to hear about the podcast. I am so excited for you to hear from my guest today, Jack McGill. Welcome, Jack. Hi, Barbara. Oh, this is so fun. I just love just this opportunity. I know we go really way back. I met you when I was a college student, right? And you were at Auburn. Yeah, we were a couple of years your senior, but yeah, new staff person with Campus Crusade for Christ at Auburn University. And this little co-ed was a leader at on the campus there named Barbara Griffiths. And so that's how we met. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Well, it's so such a treat to even think about just the friendship we've had with you and Sherry over the years. And I know just through our work with Campus Crusade crew. Yeah. I just, both you and Sherry have just been such inspiration and fun encouragement for Ward and I, and we're just really grateful for both of you. Thanks. Same here. Anyway, I'd love you to introduce yourself, Jack, who you are, where you live, and what you do. Well, I was born in Gainesville, Florida, grew up in North Florida, which is more like the southern part of the United States than the rest of Florida, a little small town called Lake Butler. And both my parents were educators, school teachers, principals, coaches, those kind of things. And after I finished college, I went to Lake City Community College, then Samford University in Birmingham, where I played basketball. That's kind of how I got there. Came on staff with Campus Crusade crew 
And my first assignment, as we've already said, was Auburn University. Since then, I was we spent eight years on the college campus working with college students. And then about 15 to 17 years working with young professionals and executives in the marketplace, basically trying to do what we did with crew on campus in the workplace and had a chance to be involved in helping start something called Priority Associates back in the mid-90s. And and then I've just recently turned my attention to more local and some national stuff related to what I would call good deeds, good news ministry, specifically here in Orlando. It's called Elevate Orlando. And we live in Orlando, three adult children, Christy, Brady, and Heather, and 10 grandkids. So that's a little bit of a quick snapshot. Married to Sherry, as you already know, we've been married for 42 years. Yeah, I, I sometimes I forget we got married the same summer. And that I know. was really fun. Princess, Princess Di and Charles, that one, we did a little <laughs> oh, yeah. better than they did, right? So anyway. Yeah, really. Oh, well, I love, you know, as you know, I've enjoyed connecting with people about their top five Clifton strengths, but you and Sherry go way back. You were like, as what we call like early adapters in understanding about strength finders is what it was called back then. Tell me a little bit about what your strengths are and kind of how you learned about them and a little bit how you see those in the things that you've been doing in your life and your ministry. Well, that's a loaded, top, that's a loaded question. I know. Yeah, it's a lot, but I, I, you, you direct me. So my top five in the strength finders, which I was involved back in, I think 2003 with some of the first a- adaptations of this. And, uh, it, it, and so my top five are called belief, arranger, significance, responsibility, and includer. So those are my top five. And, um, and, you know, I think specifically what, you know, looking back over some of my notes from the past and even talking to you more and all, I think the the things that I see that are just really kind of jump out, of course, I'm talking to the expert, Barbara, <laughs> so she could maybe give me even more on it. But kind of the top one being belief is, I, and I saw something you sent me, about 16% of the population, which is, by the way, what... Is that the highest one, or are there even some higher than that as far as being their number one? Yeah, well, those, I forgot there were some percentages on the little bits that I sent you, but those are the percentages of people with core clarity, which is the training that I have. And I think Gallup would have even a little bit different numbers, but I think in general, I remember like Achiever is one of the top ones and I don't remember okay. the order of okay. all of them, but but well, anyway, it is. I, yeah. I, I found that interesting. But anyway, it's kind of which, which, as you know, uh, just kind of driven by my fun, foundational core values. And I really think that comes from my family of origin, my parents who were school teachers, not really focused on material, you know, success, although we've been, you know, very middle class and all that, but just passionate about being able to stand up for those convictions that I are rooted in scripture and rooted. I came to Christ in my little Baptist church and uh, when I was 15 years old and 
and really grew through the ministry of crew and uh and 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 i at a very kind of you mix that with uh my kind of my parents um which basically were committed to serving others and and giving back to the community and so forth i think that's what really kind of set the foundation for kind of who i am really driven to sometimes not always healthy ways but driven to make a difference. Barbara, you know this from your crew days, you know, come help change the world. Yeah. Um, kind of that whole idea of, hey, how are how is my life making a difference in this world for the kingdom? So that's that would probably be the main thing. Of course, significance kind of ties into that. And and being a pretty loyal, responsible person, that, you know, I can see that as well. So you know, and I've had multiple leadership opportunities that have kind of come my way over the over the last 35, 40 years of ministry, which, you know, the Lord's really been gracious with. And I can share more about that if you want me to. But that's where I see my these uh, strengths kind of playing out. Mm. Yeah, I I love that. And like I said, I kind of remembered some of your strengths, but it's a neat reminder just to see how they all do kind of weave together. And as I've observed you in the different roles that you've had, just seeing just what a great fit you are. And like you said, using your gifts and talents for God's kingdom is encouraging. What, like, even as you think about kind of, like you said, some of the the roles you've had even more recently with elevate and I know like discipling men in the community, like what really, what do you pound the table about? Like what gets you up in the morning as you think about your life and the impact you want to have in others? Yeah, I think one of the things that have kind of been an aha for me over the last, I would say probably five to 10 years, 66. So, you know, really realizing that you know, I've been blessed to be able to be in organizational leadership in in multiple places on the campus, in the marketplace, nationally, and he even here helping start Elevate. I think I think though where God's really kind of showing me, moving me, if you want to cause that, is is kind of moving out of organizational leadership positions and really focusing more on developing what I would call the next generation of kingdom leaders. And that's kind of my new mission statement for the next 10 or 15 years is to Mm -hmm. disciple and develop the next generation of kingdom leaders. So I'm, I'm seeking to do that through multiple ways today. Um, One is I, I passed the baton of the, of uh, Elevate Orlando to a, an amazing young man who I had the privilege of hiring 11 years ago. So that idea of that next generation, he's uh, he and his wife are of Haitian descent and they, they're just doing an amazing job. So kind of seeing that come to fruition. Then another thing that you and Warren were involved with us as well is being uh, my wife and I and one other couple, an attorney and his wife, we, we, for 10 years, we took five couples, young couples, all in their 
most of them in their early to mid twenties who had just gotten married, no kids, and really spent a year of intensive discipleship with them. And we did that for 10 years. And that, that has just been amazing to see the fruit now of those young men and women who are now in our church and other churches as deacons, elders, leaders of ministries and so forth. Obviously not all of them, but some, and that's just been a a real gift. And then, you know, even today, you know, one-on-one discipling leadership people. And then this about two years ago had uh, just was had a burden for young pastors. So I currently meet, I pull together about six young pastors here in the Orlando area, all, all from different churches, but really kind of around the idea of how to really lean into our personal, professional, spiritual lives to finish well, which those guys are under so much pressure. So those are just some examples of things that kind of hopefully begin to live it out at this stage of life. Mm, yeah, that's that's great. I love just, like you said, just the clarity of just your mission and really seeing, seeing how that drives the people that you spend your time with and the things you're doing with so many people people, like you say, to be the kingdom leaders. I was thinking about even just that song, The Blessing, you know, thinking about impacting the generations and the generations. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even as I think about that, it causes me to just to shift, like how, how do your children and your grandchildren, I mean, it makes me tear up even just to think about like that song, but I see that you really live that out of having the vision for the generations to come. And I would love to hear how, kind of how that's looked for you as you, I mean, I remember when you, y'all had your first child, Christy, over 40 years ago, almost 40 years ago, that we saw you right before she was born. And We've watched you as you've parented, I mean, kind of from afar, because we don't live near each other. But how has your um, vision and heart for your kids and now your grandkids, what does that look like? Well, yeah. And to your point, it all starts with, for for Sherry and I, with those three that God gave us. And, um, and we've been very, again, very blessed. And we, we, still do have a wonderful relationship with them and they're now spouses and our grandkids. And, but I just remember, I think the main thing I remember back in my, in those days when they were, you know, five, six, 10, 12 years old and beyond just, you know, the one thing my dad did with me that I, you know, that kind of always kind of brings a little bit of a kind of a, a lump in my throat is just remembering how he always took me with him everywhere he went. Mm. And that's, that's a, that's, I, I would say, if you think about discipleship, if you think about pouring into the next generation, that's really what was modeled to me. And, you know, so I think uh, prayerfully modeled that I led that out with my kids, like, you know, with our, each of them taking them on taking me with, taking them with me on ministry trips, taking them, you know, of course, a lot of family stuff, one-on-one times. And so that's, that's real rich. And, and of course, there's no guarantees and no silver bullets. We know that, but God's been gracious there. So they're all walking with the Lord 
and seeking to raise their kids. And now with the grandkids, boy, it's different. You know, five of them are not here in Orlando, but five are. So, you know, that's kind of juggling that and figuring out how to do that from a distance. And then the Lord's blessed us with one. Our grandson's got autism. So we really believe that the Lord has us near our son and and his wife and this, our little Liam is his name. So, you know, there's this opportunity to continue to be engaged at that level. But, you know, I, I, I would say on the grandchildren side, I'm, I'm, I'm really still figuring that one out. But, <laughs> uh, but I think part of it's just showing up. And like I said, that whole idea of taking them with you and the commit, the investment of time. So, uh, again, that was modeled to me by my parents and specifically my dad, which I think, again, set the tone for so much. Mm, that's so great. I know I th- it reminds me of just that passage, um, I think, in Thessalonians about imparting your life, not only your life, but um, the gospel, but your whole life to someone. And it's just neat to have that that experience that, that you had. Is there any particular really memorable time you had with your dad. I know recently he passed away and I'm sure that there was a boatload of just significant memories that you had, but is there any like particular interaction or time you were with him? You're thinking, Oh, that was just amazing. Well, I think it, 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 you know, that generation, they didn't necessarily have a lot of heart to heart emotional conversations, at least right. my dad didn't. But I think it was more with, uh, like I said, I guess one of my memories is, you know, we fished a lot and had a boat and all that. And and I always remember this is just kind of a kind of little thing, but it's funny in that what you remember is he would always take another boat so me and my brother could go versus just going with his friends. You know, mm. so, so that's pretty powerful. Yeah. Mm. So that was that's a, that's just a memory, and funny you should bring. I just came in yesterday from my hometown, and you know we're cleaning out the house up there. So there's a lot of there's a lot of memories, you know, kind of as you're walking around about, uh, and then asking that you know that question that I'm kind of realizing is that, <laughs> you know, we are now the the you know we're we're the the older we're the last generation. generation. We're <laughs> the last generation. We're no longer like okay, well you know, using the baseball analogy, we're no longer the person in the dugout or on deck or whatever, but now we're in the batter's box. So we're, so it's kind of like, wow, that's that, that you know, cause there, you've, there's always been people in front of you, but that that's not the case anymore. So. Yeah. Well, and it makes me sad. I mean, we've been friends, but, um, for so long, but just that I didn't know either of your parents, but just even reading just their, um, the words about them as they passed, I, I can see like what you're saying of just the richness you experienced with them. And I, I think I remember like y'all had lots of time together, vacations oh, yeah. and trips. Yeah, and, we did. I don't know, that's so significant. I know as a grandparent now, it's like, I think <clears throat> always thinking, okay, how can we be together? What can we do? And just, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's easy if they're close by, but just the intentionality of building into those relationships. Yeah, Are there I, any? Yeah, I, you know, on that, 
you know, not that you're asking for it, but just, you know, I think one of the things they did do is they figured out, now you got to remember, these are school teachers <laughs> yeah. living a pretty simple life, but they figured out pretty quickly if they created a special experience, everybody would show up. <laughs> and, yeah. and, that, and that meant spending money. That meant, uh, and a lot of, for us, you know, a lot of cruises, things like that, but they would pay for it and, you know, everybody would show up. And I think, you know, that, that's a, you know, just a reminder that, you know, as, you know, at our stage, you know, that's something I think, okay, we, we're always trying to think of, well, how can we create a place that they will quote show up, you know, and cause it's so hard to get everybody together and all that stuff. So sometimes you can kind of give up or just say, well, we'll see, see this family here, this family there, but trying to keep that continuity. That was, that. that's another memory I think I have from my childhood and I think my 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 kids all of them kind of realize that too so yeah Mm. well are there any particular fun things or things that you enjoy now with your grandkids I know just like you say just getting together is a big accomplishment but are there any certain times lately you've had you think oh that was just such a meaningful time with them maybe not like a huge thing but just Something well, that again, I think our oldest is about 10 and there are a lot of the older ones are in California. So that's that's the hard thing is getting, you know, quality time. But um, at this point, I think, you know, and I've been thinking about this a lot with is there some things that I can do because I have a little more space in my my life now to to, you know, provide some, you know, some things for Liam. That's our you know, our son, our grandson who's got autism, just, you know, because he needs some special, you know, attention. And of course, we try to help with some of the expenses of things, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, but he's such a gift as well. And we know that God's brought him into our family. But so I would say more just, you know, showing up day to day with those guys at this point. I mean, again, going back to my, I remember with Brady, our son, you know, we, we did multiple kind of, you know, sm- getaways and small groups around guy issues and stuff like that, that hopefully I can help support my kids in that in the future, you know, so. Well, I know, you know, this time of year when Father's Day and, you know, we've recently had Mother's Day, it is, it is neat. And I know it can be a um, kind of a mixed time for any, anybody, but because we all have good and challenging experiences in our relationships. But I just, when I thought about you and just even the, the impact that I know that you're having, it was just fun to think about just the, the joy and the benefit y'all, your people get from, from you and your vision and the way you're living so purposefully in for their, for their sake. I mean, I, I know even just as grandparents, we, we hear, it's like, oh, my grandparent was one of the most significant people in my life. And I think we know that, but I can, I love seeing how you're actually living that out. And I know having a, just a great impact on all your people. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's the, the dream and goal. And I think, uh, you know, as we, as we enter a new season of life, you realize that that is one of our biggest things, the relational component that that really is going to carry through which i think 
again, we were blessed to have around us, both sure enough from a parental and even grandparents and stuff like that too. So yeah, you're right. Well, um, I know as when I talk with people, you know, we all have different strengths and is there anything in particular that, that you've learned with living your life with your strengths over these years of that would be some helpful input or advice for someone that might have any of the strengths you have, or they know someone that has any of those that might give them a little glimmer of better understanding about them. Well, this may not be what you were thinking, but as I was thinking about our time together, this really kind of came to me is, you know, I think I've really kind of learned a lot about myself over the, even the last, I would say four or five years of kind of, okay, well, what, what are, a friend of mine asked me this question, what is it that only you can do? Yeah. Mm. I'm talking about me. What are are things only I can do? And, you know, I thought essentially, I can only I can be Sherry's husband. And what does that look like? And only I, you know, parents, grandparents, but then, then it gets down to, well, what are some things that I, because of my experience and past and all, and what I'm realizing is, again, maybe you can help figure this out from a strength finder standpoint, uh, is, is that really one of my strengths is really starting things and, and kind of pulling people, pull, get, you know, winning the right people over to kind of get things done. So like, for instance, with Elevate now, I go around the country and I help create board of directors uh, in these different cities, giving them a vision and challenge and so forth so that they start Elevates in their city. And so to me, I'm, I'm learning that that's kind of, that's something that I can do because of my experience, because of my stage of life, because of my, you know, my own strengths that not many people can do. So mm-hmm. that's where I would say I'm learning a lot more about myself and trying to focus on those things I can do that, you know, that are maybe unique to me. So I don't mm. know if that answers your yeah. question or not. Yeah, that's great. I think just to pull it apart and like you say, just there is only certain things that you can do and God's gifted you and wired you in that. And, and it's exciting to see like when you're doing those things, the joy and just purpose that it gives you. Cause it's like, it it's probably doesn't feel like work because those are easy kind of things for you to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is kind of what you were saying. What, what motivates you and kind of gets you excited and gives you a fist pump of whatever <laughs> yeah. that is, you know? And I think kind of seeing that all come together and seeing God show up and raise up the right people and then provide now to see uh, there are now 20 elevates around the country. And so just see, seeing that multiply. And so that, that's been really exciting to see. And saw a little bit of that with my previous role with party associates as well. So I, I think I'm kind of learning, okay, this is maybe your, it took me to my mid sixties to figure it out. Right. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so that's where I'm, kind of trying to focus and even like with these young pastors being, you know, kind of a, a seasoned leader among, you know, here in the city. So having the credibility to pull them together and just trust God for what he wants to do there. So that's where I'm trying to focus my attention um, with that next generation. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, this has just been so fun and insightful. I appreciate just you taking time. I would love to ask you one last question. What brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Well, I, and you were part of this, I had the privilege of finally checking a bucket list thing off. Uh, in March, we we were able to, as, as you know, Barbara, we were able to go to Israel and kind of walk the walk the walk of the rabbi across the country and and really get just saturated in the word of god and and the history and the people and so that was and to do that was with some of our best friends both outside and inside of orlando so that brought a lot of joy and just continues to kind of be a source of thank you lord for that because it took us three years to get there <laughs> yeah. because, of COVID, because of COVID. So, yeah. Yeah. That was really just an amazing time. And it was, I know like you, you and Hugh were kind of the spearheads of that. And so thank you for your persistence and gosh, it was such a gift to all, all the elements of it was amazing. So. Well, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I've always been, just so appreciative of you and Warren and your the way you guys have lived your life out and even with you I I just proud of you taking you know just stepping out and and trusting God for this uh, to to do the the podcast and anyway I hope our time has been helpful to someone out there so yes for sure well I appreciate it thanks I know as you know, I love to talk about it. And so you've heard a lot of words about this idea and podcast. So thank you. Well, Jack, thank you so much. And I appreciate you taking time to be on Embrace Your Strengths today. Take right. care. Th- thank you, Barbara. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.